You are listening to WTJU Charlottesville, 91.1 on the FM dial and WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. We now return to David Bromberg in his own house. David Bromberg, this is Air Steven, on the road in Wilmington, Delaware at David Bromberg's Fine Violins. We touched just a little bit earlier on your jam sessions. Mm-hmm. So at the jam session, how does that come out? Does, does anybody show up? Yeah. And uh, it's definitely a jam session. It's definitely a jam session. It's not a performance. That's held right down. Right now it's being held at the Brandywine Suites. Mm-hmm. And do you do it in the club, in the lobby? Or? All over the, the ground floor. All really? over. Yeah. Yeah, we, you know, some people will start in the restaurant, some will be in the lobby, there's another room uh, opposite the restaurant, and, and there's rooms in the back, and you know, just, it spreads all over, you'll see. Well, you're quite an amazing soul to be doing that, and I think that probably anybody that goes there is, is so very grateful. Well, it does a lot for me, that's why I continue to do it. One of the bands now that is actually going to back you is the Angel Band, Mm -hmm. and I believe that band was born from your jam session. Originally, yeah. Um, Those people have moved, so it's uh, a different personnel now, but that's that's what it came out of. There's a lot of great players who come to the jam sessions, but I kept looking for some great singers. And one night a family showed up in which uh, the father was a wonderful guitar player, the son was an excellent guitar player, and mom and daughter were wonderful singers. And so that was the birth of Angel Band. I told my wife, who's a wonderful singer, that, okay, now you gotta come down because there's some people to sing with. Don't leave me here all alone. But girl, if you don't sing, gonna come home soon it's all right i'm just gonna have to drown in my own tea i think i'll have to drown in my own tea ain't nothing for me to do but just to drown in my own tea you know you're pouring water on a drain I'm gonna drown in my, I'm gonna drown in my, I'm gonna drown in my own tea. Somebody help me, I'm about to drown in my own tea. Somebody throw me a lifeline right now, throw me a lifeline right now, throw me a lifeline. I need a life. Somebody throw me a lifeline right now. I'm gonna drown in my own tea. I'm going down for the third time now. I'm about to drown. Yeah, I'm about to drown. Go down, 
I'm about to drown in my own An angel band is her band. It's my wife's band. And the musicians in it are called? Chum. Uh, Shark bait. (laughs) Where did that come from? I don't know. That's just what... Uh, the women in the bands, the, the women in Angel Man started referring to the rest of us as. <laughs> uh-huh. So the show that you're going to be playing at Star Hill in Charlottesville on the 29th, that's a Saturday night right down at Star Hill Music Hall in Charlottesville. That is going to be a show in which the Angel Band starts a set. Angel Band will do a set, and, I, and I, I'm part of the backup for them. And then uh, I'll do a set in which I'll have them back me up. Will you be doing solo work that night yeah, as well? Yeah, I'll probably start out my set all by myself. But we're really looking forward to your, your trip down to Charlottesville there. Me too. But a mule to ride. You play electric guitar so much differently. Your approach to the electric guitar is totally different than your approach to the acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, well, it seems you always start a show off with a real fast number, mm-hmm. blazing. But when you play electric guitar, it seems to be more about the intensity of the expression as opposed to any type of speed. Well, one of the most remarkable things about the electric guitar is the amount of sustain you can get with it. So, so you can do things with it, slower things. I mean, you can do fast things on electric or acoustic, but you can't... It's very hard to get the kind of sustain out of an acoustic guitar that you can out of an electric. Do you find that one or the other gives you, lets you express your voice better? Depends upon what I want to say. One of my biggest influences on the electric guitar was obviously B.B. King, as well as Albert King, the two kings. And neither one of those gentlemen ever wasted a note. And that's another reason why I don't play a lot of fast notes on the electric guitar. I like the economy. The silence can be as important. Oh yeah, I like to play rests. I like very much to play rests.
David Bromberg. This is Air Steven on the road in Wilmington, Delaware at David Bromberg's Fine Violins. I got a chance to see it at Merlefest, and I know that you played at Telluride last year as well. Mm-hmm. To me, it was so heartwarming to see a whole younger set of musicians that are discovering you. 
and maybe they're not just discovering you, but people like the mammals, the ducks, Gillian Welch and David Rawlings, which is certainly a, a younger generation that maybe, I don't know, maybe they were born when you started playing and you were in your big band, but maybe not. Yeah. What does it feel like when that happens and, and that you get a chance to, to share what you've done or, or they gravitate towards you like that? Well, I don't know how to answer that. I, 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 you named some musicians that I like a whole lot. And uh, um, when you talk about the mammals, uh, Ruth Unger I've known since the day she was born. Ah, sure. Because uh, she's the daughter of Jay Unger, who at the time uh, was playing in my band. So some of those folks I've known for a long time, and some of them I haven't. And, you know, it's always nice to meet new people. I imagine a lot of those people you've never played with before. Yeah. And so were they familiar with your music? The, the communication is such that changes are going to be something that is in, in, innate, ingrained in them, so that that's how that can happen? I, I don't invite anyone to play with me in whom I don't have enough faith that they'll know what to do. I don't invite perfect strangers to play with me. You know, even if I don't know them, I, I know their music and I know what they can do. Quiet, half hit crying, every ride. You know, a man can grow to hate those grubby little one horse towns with the seamy movie houses long closed down. Nowhere to go from here but up or down the road. And there's nothing over there but the same doggone town. Another sour coffee cup. One more piece of cardboard pie Buy a toothbrush and a change of clothes Let me ride Tell me a little bit about the uh, bathroom band at Merle oh, Fest. Oh, Tell yeah. me about what happened backstage. Well, <laughs> the, the backstage it was very crowded. And so uh, one place that we found to sit and play was in the men's bathroom. And uh, and so we sat in there and played for a while and had a good time. Then we brought it out on the stage. Just before your show, there was a tribute on Woody Guthrie. Mm -hmm. I was part of that. It was somewhat striking in the sense of the politics. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes there's things about politics that come out in your music. How do politics and music mix for you as far as using music as a vehicle to express something that you feel can have an effect and change on the way the country might be run. Well, I don't think that musicians have any better insight than anybody else, but we also don't have any worse insight than anybody else. And um, since music is self-expression, sometimes stuff comes out that can be viewed politically. And I, I don't have a problem with that, whatever the politics are. So, uh... I would like to dedicate this to uh, the very compassionate former governor of the state of Texas, who is now, I don't know, he's got some other job.
judge your honor Hear my plea Before you open up your call I don't crave no sympathy For what I have come here to report I caught her with a gambling joke I'd warned her about before I pulled my knife and I went insane The rest you already know A judge, judge, good kind of judge, sent me to the electric chair. I said, judge, oh, listen to me, judge. I want to get out of here. In your My Own House series, I think so far you've done a show with Yorma. In Hot Tuna. Mm-hmm. You've done one with Arlo Guthrie, mm-hmm. one with Linda Ronstadt. Mm-hmm. Who's in the future? Any I'm not ideas? sure. I, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people I would like to do it with, but it just depends upon whose scheduling can can make it work. You know. I think you did the Radiators too, perhaps. I, um, yeah. Uh, did we do? We did. Uh, yes, we did the Radiators. We did uh, Southside Johnny. Yeah. Richie Havens. How about Mac Rebinac? Mac has been playing at the at the Grand Opera House quite a bit. I'd love to do one with Mac. And um, there's a few other there's quite a few other people I'd like to do it with, but I haven't got anything inked. Wasn't Dr. John quite an influence in your music? Well, Mac was a friend of mine, is a friend of mine, and uh, I met Mac Rebinac is Dr. John's name and uh, real name. And uh, I met him at sessions that were produced by one of the world's greatest record producers in history who just passed, Arif Mardin. And he used to book me and Mac pretty much always the two of us together. I don't know, maybe he booked Mac on dates. He didn't book me, but almost every time I was there, Mac was there. And I think it was because we both had a distinct character that was our own that there was no way we could not put in, you know? So if he wanted something that was not completely transparent and colorless, and sometimes that's what you need is something transparent and colorless to highlight the artist, but if he wanted a little bit of more seasoning, you know, if he wanted to put a little Tabasco in, then that was me and Mac. You've started to write, or at least you've written one song that you've performed now in, in recent shows. Is, is that something that you feel is happening again more? Well, uh, there's a, a wonderful guitar player in town who happens to be now, I think he's 18 or 19. I met him when he was 15, and he was brilliant then. He's even better now. And a blues guitar player. And uh, his name is John Lippincott. And we try to get together whenever we can. And uh, one time we got together and he'd been writing a song, and uh, but he was having problems with it. So we, we, we wrote it together. And that was the first song I was, uh, you know, it was a blues was the first thing I'd, I'd had a hand in writing in 20 years or more. And then a few months later, I had a dream in, in which I was playing blues guitar. And in my dream, 
I was playing better than anybody. <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden, I, uh, the world's greatest blues verse came out of my mouth. I sang an extraordinary blues verse. It was the best one I've ever heard. And when I woke up, I remembered it for about 20 seconds, and then I lost it. But I still had the chorus and the chord changes, so I wrote verses to it. So that was the second. Again, it was a blues, and I figured, okay, I can. I guess I can write blues still. But I didn't think I could write anything else. And uh, one night, Lori Lewis uh, in, uh, was staying with, uh, with us. And she's an old friend. Is that the Lori in the That's song? That's the Lori in the song, Lori Lewis. She's, huh. she's a brilliant fiddler, singer, huh. songwriter, and, and just an all-around sweetheart. It was just great to see her again. And uh, we were singing some songs, and she sang some that just floored me. And that was the impetus to, uh, to build a song around, or the trigger. That was the trigger to build the song. And who is Rick in the song? There are a lot of Rickies. Uh, this particular um, Ricky uh, claims great religiosity, but in his personal life, because he's someone I know, um, he doesn't treat people very well if, they're, if they don't have the power that he has. He, t he talks a real good game. Uh, and I just wish that he would follow some of the things that he, that he talks about. He's, uh, in other words, he, he's one of, one of these people who, who claims to be really religious. But he doesn't behave. What is the name of that song? A, I don't know that you've ever uh, You have to mean it, too. That's the name of it. You have, you have to, to mean, mean it, it too. too. Living in Wilmington has been really good for me. Uh, I, I didn't think I'd ever write tunes again, but I, I, I wrote another tune. So I'm going to sing you my new tune. on TV Telling people how to live You know he sure had a lot to say But not a lot to give Ricky those are sure fine words But step back and look at what you do No, it's not enough to say things. You've got to mean them too. I heard Laurie sing last night. The first time in 20 years. Singing the tune she written. Near brought me to tears. And she sang straight from the heart Like all great singers do She knows that when you sing a song Some way you've got to mean it too 
It's a thing you teach your children You know they learn from watching you It's all in the way that you do things You got to mean them too Touch your kiss. Each time that I say I love you, and every time that we make love with all my heart, I mean it too. I'll tell you why I wrote this song. I wrote it for my wife. been with me right and wrong while I played blind man's bluff with life and every time we touch or kiss each time that I say I love you and every time that we make love With all my soul, I mean it too. We're sitting with David Bromberg on the road in Wilmington, Delaware. I'm here, Stephen, with WTJU, and 
his violin shop is one of the most amazing shops. I'm not on the road. I'm at home. Yeah, that's right. This yeah. is in David's house. Really, literally your house. You, you live upstairs. I, I live upstairs. It's a shop. Where The shop is on street level, and that's where we are. I know we talked a little bit about uh, the last time about French bows, and we talked about the shape of a violin and, the, and, and how you get it to sound. Where is your business at right now? I know that the last time we talked, it was a wholesale business, and this was going to be a brand new thing. It's, it's going really quite well. I, I can't say I knew what to expect, so I don't know whether it's going better than expected or not as well, but I'm, I'm very pleased with it. Uh, I'm getting a chance to uh, buy and sell some really lovely things, and that's what I like, is, is to handle good things. And your part of the business is not necessarily, even though you've gone to violin making school, didn't end up being the craftsmanship as much as the identification. That's it, yeah, identification. Then somebody else here does the... Uh, there are uh, four businesses within these walls. Mine is appraisals and identification. And since I have a pretty good idea of what is what and what they're worth, I also buy and sell. And uh, there's a, a, a very fine violin maker and restorer and adjuster, uh, an excellent bow maker, and a young man who's learning to do both beautifully. Uh, that must be pretty rewarding to see. Yeah. He also has a good eye, and I think he can also become an appraiser. Talented young man. David, thanks so much for talking with us. You're very welcome. This is Air Steven. Thank you for listening to David Bromberg in his own house. This has been a special Folk and Beyond feature right here on WTJU Charlottesville. 91.1 on the FM dial and WTJU.net on the World Wide Web. <laughs>